If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Hey, Jill, it is. We're getting so close to break. It's like almost the end of the Advent season here. I can't believe it, but um, we're going to talk about some fun Good, things today. Good, because it's so hard really to focus excited. this week anyway, so we might as well just have a little fun in the lounge. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're just going to have a little fun in the lounge because things are um, a little bit crazy in the classroom, so let's just come in here and um, laugh and remember and just be silly for a couple of minutes. So, um, I, you know, I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, oh, just I, I'm thinking like the smells of Christmas time, and I'm thinking... <laughs> You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking the smell of pine. I'm thinking uh, the smell of cinnamon. I'm thinking fresh baked cookies. And then I'm thinking the smell of sawdust because I don't, when I was growing up, and I don't know if this is still the case anywhere, but um, every time somebody threw up at my elementary school, the the, our, our maintenance person, Mr. Rita, would come around with a great big bag of sawdust and dump the sawdust on the puke. And then everything smelled of sawdust. Um, can you relate to this I at can, all? I can smell the cleaner, though. So, like, I know I know the reference and the smell might not be identical, but there is a distinct smell. which is just It just makes everyone else feel sick. Like, no matter, it just, you just associate it with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so why am I thinking about that during Christmas week? Because, because, and you know what, we probably all had our Christmas programs like last week or the week before, but, um, we're like shout out to every single one of you that participated in putting together your school Christmas programs, whatever those were, there are different things that go on choir events um, or the Christmas program. Yeah. So Christmas program. So kudos and shout out to all of you, because this is under the category of your job description that says other duties as assigned. I guarantee that whatever that night was, you were doing all kinds of stuff that has nothing to do with teaching classes. So congratulations for being (laughs) the fill in music teacher, 
for managing student behaviors and angry parents because they were fighting over the pews or the front row of the seating. Like all the things that happened, you probably tied some bows onto dresses. You probably helped buckle some shoes. Mm -hmm. You probably fixed some people's hair and you probably lost the song sheets and disciplined middle schoolers. You probably even talked to some kid who was picking their nose. Like there was a lot happening there that had nothing to do with your job description. So other duties as assigned, you nailed it. Great job, everybody. Great job. And somebody threw up. Yes. So we, that's, that's like extra kind shout of what out we to whoever around. handled like, that one. What are the smells of the Christmas program? Whoever cleaned up the puke. Good job. Thank you so much for doing that. Okay. So let's think about though. What? Well, I was thinking, <laughs> I remember in the pandemic <laughs> thinking, this is wonderful. I forgot what we did, but it was super scaled back or it didn't have an audience. Like kids still mm. did their thing, but it wasn't a crowded stuffy room of, of everyone coughing on each other. And I remember feeling like this is awesome. We'd never have to come <laughs> back to this. And then suddenly like we came back to this. So I was hoping this was, um, this was an oh, event yeah. that was going to, um, I don't know, be changed forever. And it just wasn't. We all went back to the 2019 version of the Christmas program, which, and I, I clearly have nothing wrong with Christmas or the season. It's just the program itself is so, uh, difficult. It's just brings out people's stress and it. Um, some people love it, whatever it is. Uh, when I say it, I mean, it could be the concert, it could be the performance, it could be the live nativity, whatever it is, but it's so big and there's so much pressure on it that it doesn't bring out people's best personalities and the kids are exhausted. So it's just a busy time and we just thank you for surviving it. And all the parents are sitting there recording it, or there's a professional videographer that's recording the whole thing. And so, yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a huge deal, but there have been like, let's, let's think about Christmas Mm -hmm. programs past Jill. Like I'm, and I'm just, I, I'm thinking about a couple of times when I saw Christmas programs go off the rails or, you know, you, you saw, and like, I'm thinking about, um, in, Home Alone, you know, the Christmas program where, you know, Kevin's brother is behind him and then everybody falls down and like, okay, maybe not to that magnitude, but I did see children tackle each other on a stage during a high school Christmas (laughs) program. Why? What was the fight? Were you, were you a parent or an administrator? What was happening? Oh no. Of course. I was, I was the administrator. Yep. Oh, of course I was. Yeah. Um, so th- these are the things Wait, that no, like, time I out. think so back like, and did I'm they like, fight? Oh what were they God, fighting like, about? How did we survive these things? It, well, it just got, it just got too out of control. So it wasn't like an actual like fight fight, but because whatever the mm-hmm. song was that they were singing and they were running back and forth and they were like simulating, like fighting over a present or something. And it just <laughs> escalated, it like escalated really quickly. And they were like, fighting over the present and everybody went down and I was like, they were going to fall off the stage. Like I was absolutely oh my certain goodness. someone was going to fall I, off the stage. I can't I just, remember if yeah. I shared the story oh, yeah. last year at this time, but when I was in eighth grade, I was kind of a grumpy, I don't know, eighth graders think they're too big for school anyway, because you've been there since preschool. And when I was in eighth grade, they hired someone new 100%. to do the Christmas program. And she just like changed up all the songs. So it was joy to the world, but it was like a totally different beat. And it was like upbeat and kind of catchy and real jazzy. And we did not like that. Like us as eighth graders were like, what are you doing? So 
she knew that we weren't going to sing very loud. Like this, these are the threats that were happening in the practices and the rehearsals coming into the final night is we were like, we don't want to do these weird hand motions. We are 14 years old. Like it was, I just remember feeling we were not good kids in this moment. And she was just trying to do her job and she didn't understand 14 year olds. So we were, we were probably difficult, but what she did that night then is she just turned up the recorded vocals and you couldn't hear us anyway. It was like a kid's choir singing it. So now we were double offended because at first we're like, we're not doing it. Then she solved the problem, but it offended us more. So now our parents were all ticked off because you couldn't hear the actual kids singing. So it just like great intentions to celebrate the season. But that was an awful night. Obviously, I'm still a little frustrated by that. And that was decades ago. So it's just funny because under pressure as an adult, she made that call, but that backfired on her too. So my goodness. So I can only imagine all the stories people have. Seriously. And you can't win with middle schoolers. I know, you know, at my kids, when they were in elementary school, by the time they got to seventh and eighth grade, like it was like Mm. optional to do a couple of things. And there was one that they would sing with the kindergartners. So it was like the eighth graders that wanted to do it would do it with the kindergartners. And it was like, that was always like the closer of the show because it was so adorable. And there were hand motions and the whole thing. So for the brave eighth graders that got up there and did that was awesome. It was adorable. And when it's optional, you have the kids who really want to be there, which is great. Or if you choose to be in the middle school choir, great. Right. But putting all the eighth graders up there is really hard. Yeah. And I'm not even advocating if you should or shouldn't, because I don't know mm-hmm. which way to go on this. You know, your kids, your students better than I do. But yeah. um, for the group, that's the stinkers. Like I was, it was, there was no way we were going to win that night. Everyone lost. Yep. Everybody lost who was involved. <laughs> there was no fist fight like at Colleen's school, but you know, <laughs> Yes. Oh, the joys of the season. The smells, the sights, <laughs> the sounds. And I just and also for any oh, of you who are on a things. leadership team where you are trying to figure out if you have a new pastor this year, you probably had conversation around, can we hold this in the church or should we have this in the auditorium? Like those conversations happen mm-hmm. every year because again, there's a debate about whether you should have secular songs at the Christmas program or should it all be and can you yeah. sing the Christmas songs during Advent or are you holding this off until Christmas season? Um, but then the kids aren't gonna wear their pretty Christmas dresses. So there's just just like there's a lot of decisions going around this so all the hats you were oh, all wearing boy. for that program you've <laughs> earned you've earned your break here in a few days that's right that's right you have all right so thank you so much for all you do um but that is the bell it's time to go on back to class but thank you so much for the energy boost we love exploring ideas and affirming the efforts of all of you out there doing the hard work every day keep the suggestions coming in and tune in tune into our next episode we've got one more episode um, before we officially go on break so we will talk about some more great ideas tomorrow from fellow teachers we'll see you next time <laughs>